We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning. Thank the Lord for each person that's here. And I just, uh, I appreciate it. Just uh, bless my heart seeing people come in and uh, some that I just met, and others that I've seen again. I'm just so thankful for you being here this morning. And uh, God willing, we're going to have a baptizing here in a few minutes. And we're looking forward and very thankful for baptizing. I appreciate baptizing in it. We mention this often. It means death, burial, and resurrection. Well, why would we want to do that? Well, that's when we get saved, that's what happens in our soul. We're born again. The old person is uh, dead and put away, and we're raised up a new creature in Christ Jesus. That happens through the Holy Spirit in our soul. So when we're baptized in water, that's just an outward picture. It's a testimony of what's happened in our life when we trusted Jesus and he saved our soul. I want to take just a minute to read our church covenant. That means agreement. A covenant means agreement. And when we get uh, uh, baptized and join the church, that's what our agreement is. And so uh, I've had it on my heart lately to read this before we have baptizing. And, And it's good for the folks that are getting baptized. It's also good for us that have been baptized and are down the road a little while on the journey it reminds us of what we said, well, that's, that's what I'm going to do. And so it uh, says this, Having been led, as we believe, by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, that's the key to all of it. And on the profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost, we do now in the presence of God and angels in this assembly most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant, that's agreement, with one another, as one body in Christ. We engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort, to promote its prosperity and spirituality, to sustain its worships, ordinances, disciplines, and doctrines, to contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry, the expenses of the church, the relief of the poor, the spread of the gospel through all nations. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotion, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements, exemplary in our deportment, to avoid all tattling, backbiting, and excessive anger. Let me read that again. To avoid all tattling, backbiting, excessive anger. To abstain from the sale and use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage. To abstain means absolutely nothing. We absolutely do not drink any alcohol, of any kind, nor do we sell it. So to abstain from, to stay away from, the sale and use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage, to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior, we further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember each other in prayer, to aid each other in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy and feeling and courtesy and speech, to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the doctrines and the principles of God's word. And so thank you for bearing with me and listening. And uh, just a moment, I'm uh, going to offer a prayer, and then we'll turn over to the choir and let them sing, and I'll get back up, and uh, uh, then we'll get ready. After that, we'll get ready for the baptizing. And so once again, thank you for being here, and let's really pray today. We'll ask you to stand for just a moment while we have an opening prayer as we pray. 
Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for each one that's here today. God, thank you for Sunday school. We appreciate it. Thank you for the crowd that's come in. God, thank you for our visitors. Thank you for those that are getting baptized today. God, thank you for those that are here uh, that need to get saved. Lord, we appreciate people that need to get saved coming to church. I remember when I was a young man and I needed to get saved, and I'm glad I got to come to church and hear the gospel, felt the Holy Spirit invite me to an altar. And God, thank you for saving my soul when I was just a 12-year-old boy. And God, it's the best thing that's ever happened in my life. God, I praise you today for how good you are to us. And we thank you for these things in Jesus' sweet name and amen. amen. You may be seated and we'll turn over to the choir.
276. 276. Thank the Lord for that good song. I can feel that. I appreciate that. I have a verse or two that I'd like to read. I use this oftentimes uh, in baptisms. It's in the, uh, the last few verses in the book of Matthew after Jesus had died and risen from the dead and he was getting ready to leave. And, and uh, he was talking to his disciples. He said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even at the end of the world. Amen. And so to those that heard the gospel and believed it, got saved, he's told his church, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And so I appreciate people that get saved, and I appreciate people that get saved that are willing to follow Jesus in baptism. And so I appreciate uh, those that are getting baptized today. And I'm, I'm excited to be here. I want to say this to the family and special friends that have come for the baptizing. When we go around uh, in just a minute to get ready for the baptizing, feel free uh, to come up. If you're not already close to the front, feel free to come up and sit in the front. There's plenty of room up here. And I'll mention this to you. Uh, after we baptize them, and while we're back there uh, getting ready to come back out here and the choir's singing, if you want to, just stay up here in the front because once we get... Uh, dressed after the baptizing and come back out here, we'll have those that have just been baptized, we'll have them come along the front and uh, shake hands with them. So if family and friends are up here close, that'll give you a chance you can get to them first. And uh, feel free to do that uh, and just do how you feel. Just feel comfortable. Just be at home. But at this time, uh, we're going to ask those that are here to get baptized. Women go over here. The men will go over on this side. We'll get ready for the baptizing. And uh, just be a, a little bit and just pray and pray and pray. And we turn back over to the choir. And we appreciate you. Thank you.
thank the Lord. And thank the Lord for these that are getting baptized. Just pray as we have the baptizing. And think about what baptism means, what I shared with you, and what the scripture shares with us. Death, burial, and resurrection. Praise God we can know that we've been born again. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and upon the profession of her faith in him, we baptize this our sister in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Savior Jesus Christ, and upon the profession of his faith in him, we baptize this our brother in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Thank the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll turn back over to the choir, keep praying, we'll be back out in a few minutes.
Thank the Lord for the baptizing. Thank the Lord for y'all praying. We appreciate it. And uh, I just thank God for what I feel. And we'll ask those that were baptized to come over here and stand over kind of in the front here. And uh, if you need to sit down, you can. But otherwise, just stand right here in the front. And uh, we'll get everybody to stand. And uh, we'll come around and family and friends and everybody that wants to can come shake hands with them. And uh, thank the Lord for you being here. And uh, we'll turn over to the choir and let them sing again. And so everybody come around. spirit here thank god for these that were baptized and it's enjoyable shaking hands let me make this invitation to you if you're here in the house if you're coming around shaking hands or if you're sitting back there if you need to come to the altar and pray you feel free to do that you don't have to wait for anything else if you feel the need to come and pray and especially if you're lost and you want to ask god to save your soul this would be a, a wonderful time there's no better time than right now and so while we continue to sing and shake hands, if you'd like to come to the altar to pray, do that. Please do that. We'd be honored to pray with you. Page 287. 287. 
thank the Lord for the baptism and the fellowship and the singing in a good spirit that we can feel it here. Thank the Lord. Just go ahead and get everybody to stand and uh, while they're finishing up there. If anybody's got an unspoken request for prayer, we're going to have prayer in a little bit. And does anybody have a spoken request on your heart? If you do, just follow the Lord. Amen. Please do that. Remember Joyce Mason. Pray for her. Amen. Appreciate that. Appreciate that update. Anybody else? for Sister Sally Heck. She's in rehab in the Meadows in Delphus. But I found out yesterday she'd been diagnosed with COVID. And so really pray for her. Anyone else? especially pray for anyone that's here that's lost this morning that God would speak to their hearts and then it's it's up to them to come when God calls and we would hope that you would follow the Lord excuse me <coughs> sorry anybody else Go ahead. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's a good prayer request. Appreciate that. Anybody else? If not, we're just going to ask Brother Carl and Brother Billy Ray to lead us both.
Thank the Lord for that prayer, and let's continue to be praying. Let's just mind the Lord. Who'd feel like singing this morning? God's put a song on your heart. We want you to follow the Lord. Come sing. Anyone? Let's pray for Abby while she comes. pray for me. Um, I just want to do what God wants me to do, and it's been the desire of my heart to get back in and sing. (laughs) Um, So y'all just pray for me. The preachers are weary, the singers are tired, the church as we know it is losing its fire. Some are discouraged from bearing the load, but we must determine to keep pressing on. And if just one more soul were to walk down the aisle, it would be worth every struggle. It would be worth every mile. A lifetime of labor is still worth it all if it rescues just one more soul. So preachers keep preaching and singers go sing. The lame man keeps sharing that Jesus is King. The angels are gathering, they're surrounding the throne. And they'll start rejoicing over just one more soul. And if just one more soul were to walk down, be worth every struggle it would be worth every mile a lifetime of labor is still worth it all if it rescues just one more Thank the Lord for that song. That's true. True song. Somebody else feel like singing. 
feel like singing, you're welcome to. If not, we'll move on. I appreciate that song. Okay, if you got your Bibles and like to look with us, uh, I'm looking back at some of the same scriptures that I used last Sunday morning, still on my heart, and uh, other things that uh, I didn't get to, I need to get to this week. In uh, the 68th Psalm, and in the fourth chapter of Ephesians, and then I'm going to go to a couple of verses in the first chapter of Revelation that I didn't read last week. <clears throat> but we'll start here in the 18th verse and 68th Psalm. Pray very earnestly. Here's what the psalmist said. Hundreds of years before Jesus was born. He said, Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men, yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. And so the psalmist knew even back here that this was a done deal in the foreknowledge of God. And God had already established this. Now, now think about this. Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men. Well, that reads uh, a little bit different uh, here in Ephesians. It doesn't cross it, but it just makes a point. And it says, let me just back up and read a few more verses than I read last week. Uh, verse 5 in the fourth chapter of Ephesians. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. And listen to this. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. And now listen at this part. This explains it a little bit. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity, captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now back here in Psalms, he said, thou hast received gifts for men. And here in Ephesians, he said, uh, thou hast given gifts unto men. And so both things are true. When Jesus went to the cross of Calvary and died, that's when he led captivity captive. Uh, sin and death uh, had me captive, uh, but Jesus came uh, to set me free. And he came to set you free. And so he got gifts for men. He did that. That's what the psalmist said. And here in Ephesians, it said, Thou hast uh, gave gifts unto men. Uh, he gave me a number of gifts, but the greatest gift he gave me was salvation by the grace of God. And so, now, uh, I want you to uh, go with me, if you would, back to the first chapter of Revelations. Uh, here in verse 17 and 18, uh, when uh, the psalmist, or when the revelator here, not the psalmist, when the, the revelator, when John, when he saw the Lord spiritually, he said, verse 17, he said, And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying to me, Fear not. Boy, I, I remember when the gospel reached me, and I felt conviction. I, I felt awfully afraid. But the Lord told me, You don't have to be afraid. Uh, I've done something uh, to take away the fear. And I'm telling you what, uh, I'm glad when God speaks peace to your soul, it takes away the fear. But let me go on with it. He said, Fear not, for I am the first and the last. Listen to this. I am he that liveth and was dead. Behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. 
And so uh, he led captivity captive uh, so he could set us free. And he said, "Here, I have the keys of hell and of death. Oh, what's that mean to you, preacher? I, one time, uh, the one uh, psalm said, the pains of hell had got hold upon me. Hell had a grip on me. I was on my way to hell. Uh, I wasn't uh, just going to be lost. I was already lost. Uh, hell already had uh, uh, hands on me, and I was on my way to hell. Uh, but when Jesus come, uh, he had the key to set me free. He said, I have the keys of death and of hell. Well, praise God today uh, when he uh, died on the cross, when he led captivity captive, and he gave gifts unto men. Well, here's what he's talking about. Uh, let's go on down uh, here in Ephesians just a little bit uh, farther than I'd read before last week. Uh, sit down here, verse 9. Now, he that ascended, what is it but he that also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? What's that talking about? It meant he went into the tomb. He died on the cross. He was put in a borrowed tomb. He was there three days and three nights, but then he got up. Uh, praise God. Uh, he's not dead. He's alive. Uh, that's uh, why that he has uh, the ability to say that he uh, led captivity captive. Uh, Satan might have thought uh, that he had Jesus conquered uh, when they killed him and put him in the ground. If Satan thought that, some of the people surely thought that. Uh, some of the Jewish religious people that didn't like Jesus, they probably thought they had him uh, done away with. But I'm telling you, in the foreknowledge and in the plan of God, uh, that was the gift of God uh, that brings eternal life. And so when it talks about he that ascended, that means going up. Uh, what is it but he that descended? That's him that went down into the lower parts of the earth. Then it says, he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heaven that he might fill all things. So he's making this point. I'll just put it in my words. Uh, he that went down into the tomb, uh, he got up, uh, but he, got up. he did more than that. He's ascended back into the right hand of the Father. Uh, Jesus is in heaven. Uh, he's a real. And if you want to have things made new, uh, you can have things made new. If you want uh, to be rescued uh, from sin and, and death and hell, uh, there's one that's come to do that already. And I praise God. Uh, he's got the keys to it. Well, let me put it this way. Uh, when Jesus came and when I trusted him, uh, he had the key uh, uh, to unlock uh, the cell that I was in. I was in a, like a jail cell uh, because of sin. It had me trapped. And I was on the way to hell. Well, when he unlocked that door and he got me out of that jail cell, let me put this in my word. Uh, he didn't just uh, unlock it and let me out. He locked it so I couldn't be put back in. Uh, praise God. Uh, and when he, when he unlocked the cell to let me out of that jail cell where I don't have to go to hell, uh, he unlocked the door, Billy Ray, uh, to let me into the kingdom of heaven. <clears throat> I'm a child of the king. Oh, preacher, are you a child of the king because you're a preacher? Uh, oh, no, I'm a child of the king because Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead. And I believe that. I trusted that from my heart. And that's the gift uh, that he gave me. Boy, uh, we talk about gifts. I praise God for gifts. Uh, listen, I praise God for the heavenly, holy gift. And so when he said that, and now let me go back here into Revelation just a little bit more. Uh, when he said this, when he said, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, that means look at it, take note of it, see it for yourself. 
Ah, he said, Behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. Have the keys of hell and of death. And he said, Write the things which thou hast seen and the things which are and the things which shall be hereafter. So the whole story now goes back to the beginning and, and it goes out to the end. And I praise God. I've got a Savior that he conquered death, hell, and the grave. Let me get this for you. I need to get this. Uh, let me go back in uh, to the book of Ephesians, back in chapter 4 where we were at, where it was talking about one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Oh, boy, I like this. I'm glad God's letting me get on this part. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Okay, uh, preacher, how are you going to measure the gift of Christ? Uh, well, uh, uh, it's kind of hard to do from a natural standpoint. Uh, how could you measure the things of God? Well, I'll tell you what let's do. Uh, first of all, uh, let's measure eternity uh, from everlasting to everlasting. That's what the Lord said he is. Uh, he's the beginning and end. He's the first in the life. Uh, you cannot measure it. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, I, can't, uh, I can't tell you what the measure is, but God knows the measure. God's the one that measures it out. When he says here, uh, but unto every one of us is given grace. What is grace? That's the love of God that's bestowed on people that will believe in Christ. We didn't earn it. We can't buy it. We don't deserve it. I don't deserve salvation, but I'm saved. Well, then how can you have salvation, preacher, if you don't deserve it? It's because God's grace gave it to me. He loved me enough that while I was just a poor, wretched old sinner, he gave his son, Bob Morrison, he gave his son to die on that old rugged cross uh, to save a wretch like me. And he didn't just die, but he got up from the dead, and he's alive and because of that, it's what the Scripture is saying here, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. I'm telling you what, let me tell this story. Uh, I've told it numerous times, but when I used to pastor up at Pleasant View, uh, that's where Brother Neil's at up there now. Uh, one Sunday morning, uh, there was a man sitting in the back. Uh, his name was John. He was a great big man. They called him Big John. Uh, he started up the side aisle. He was coming to the altar but he didn't come, but about halfway. And he got down in the side aisle. He bowed down back there, which was okay. But God impressed me to go back to him. And I said, John, uh, what's happening? He said, well, he said, I wanted to get saved. And I started to the altar. And then I realized uh, that I didn't have enough faith uh, to get saved. He said, so I just got down here to pray. And I said, uh, John, the devil's lying to you. When God calls you to come to the altar, there's enough faith and enough grace uh, to get you in the family of God. Satan's lying to you. I can tell you feel God calling you. Uh, don't let the devil uh, talk you out of come to the altar. He said, uh, his eyes got big. He said, preacher, uh, he said, that has to be right. And he jumped up and he almost ran to the altar. And he got saved that morning. I'm going to tell you what. God, he gives the same measure of faith to all of us. And he gives the same measure of grace to all of us. You can have it if you want it. God offered it. Jesus died for you. He paid the debt. He led captivity captive. Praise God. He's alive today. And because he's alive, you can be too. I feel confident there's people here today that needs to be born again. Don't let the devil talk you out of coming. Let's stand and sing a song. Praise God today. I feel heaven in my soul the keys of death and hell. God's got them. He's got the key to unlock it. Oh, listen, you need to come to him. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he's near. I want to ask you today, and you don't even have to wait till they start singing. 
I want to ask you right now, please come. While the Lord's calling, he's got a measure. He's got a measure of grace for everybody. The gift of God is real today. Sing when you're ready. Come when you feel it. And I, I believe there's some feels it here this morning. Boy, please come. Please come this morning. Why, I just beg of you. There's folks I've got on my heart this morning, and I believe God's calling to you, and it's just up to you. Please come. Please come and call on the Lord. Just come and pray today. Come and, come and get it fixed. If you're here today and you say, well, preacher, I'm just not sure. Maybe yes, maybe no. Don't stay like that. Come and make sure. Come and find out for yourself. Beyond a doubt, God can make you sure beyond a doubt. Would you please come right now this morning? And let me tell you this. If you're here today and you're saved, but you're not living for the Lord like you should, you need to come and repent. And you're moving and coming and repenting. It can have such an inspiration to your lost friends and your, your loved ones and people around you. We need to be a light to those around us. How do we do that? We do that by obeying the Lord. So listen, nothing to be ashamed of. Don't be ashamed of the altar this morning. It's a precious gift. I'm glad God gave us the altar. I know I felt hesitant to go to it when I was lost. And I felt hesitant to go to it when I had been a transgressor. But God, when he was calling to me and speaking to me, he gave me the grace to do that. He gave me the strength. He gave me the power to come. You can come this morning. Please come right now. Come and let's talk about it to Jesus. And oh, if you just need to come and pray about anything, whatever it is, please come. Come right now. Let's go together. Boy, I'd like to go with you to the altar. I'd like to pray with you. I'd like to see you get satisfied down in your soul. This gift of God, this measure of the grace of God, how wonderful that is. Would you come right now? Please come. Please come. We're not here to put you on the spot or embarrass you. You don't have to make a speech. If you want to just come and pray and go back to your seat, you can. Of course, if God gives you something to say, be good if you say it. But we're not going to force you. You can just come. Come and obey the Lord. Come right now, right here. Please come. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Amen. Amen. Somebody needs to come. Come on. Please come. Let the old devil talk you out of coming to Jesus. Come to Jesus this morning. He came and he led captivity captive. Well, I praise him for that. And he gave us grace, the measure of grace, according to the gift of God, the gift of Christ. Amen. I want to do a couple things this morning. Right now, I want to ask this question. With, I'm not asking you to bow your heads yet. Maybe I will in a minute. But right now, right here, just want to ask you a, a heartfelt question. If you're here in the house today and you've got a burden in your heart for somebody that's in the house that you're praying for, 
that you just you can just feel that there's a need and uh, not judging them, but you, God's just give you a burden to pray for them. Uh, maybe they're lost, or maybe they're just out of fellowship. Would you raise your hand? Just raise them and hold them, hold them up high. Boy, I, that blesses me. Okay, that's that's enough. Boy, I appreciate. It. I felt like that would be the case. That's that's a great response. That's a lot of heartfelt prayers from God's church in behalf of people. Now, if you're here today and there's a spiritual need in your life, I expect, I, I would think this is probably the case. When people raised their hands, probably as you looked around, there was probably at least somebody that you thought, they're probably praying for me. And that's probably right. But let me, let me ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes for just a minute. And let me talk to us this way. Not trying to put you on the spot, not trying to trap you, or, uh, not trying to embarrass you, not planning on coming to you or anything like that. But I just sometimes, uh, just taking a little personal inventory down inside, sometimes it helps us take that next step. If you're here today and you've never been saved, but you'd like to be, you know you need to be, would you raise your hand? Boy, I appreciate that hand. Would there, be a, would there be another one? I appreciate that hand. Thank you for that. That touched my heart. Would there be more? Thank you for that hand. Would there be another one? Just raise your hand saying, I need to get saved. Thank you for those hands that were raised. I'm just going to pause a little bit before I move from that. I still feel like there might be some just kind of thinking about raising your hand. If you're here and you don't know that you're saved, and you, you need to know that. One more time, if you haven't already raised your hand, would you just raise it, please? Saying, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands. Okay, now if you're here and you're, you're saved, but you're not just where you need to be living for the Lord, you don't have power with God like you should have, like you need to have to be a help to your friends, your family, would you raise your hand say, pray for me? Boy, I, there's a lot of hands went up on that. I appreciate that. I appreciate honest hearts. Thank you for raising those hands. Okay, raise your heads up and open your eyes. <clears throat> In just a minute, I'm going to say a few more things. In just a minute, I'm going to ask them to sing again. But I want to beg you today, you that have acknowledged especially where you're at and the need that you feel, I want you to think about this. This is an opportunity to get that fixed. I'm telling you what, uh, the night I came to Jesus, uh, there'd been other times that I thought I'd felt the Lord stronger than I had that night, but I could still feel that little stirring down inside, that little desire to be saved. I didn't want to die and go to hell, and I'm sure you don't either. And with God's help, I stepped out from where I was at, and I came down to the aisle. Uh, to the altar, came down the aisle to the altar, and I got saved. Let's go ahead and sing when you're ready. And those that need to come, whatever your case is, come right now. Come right now. <clears throat> come right now. Please come. Please come. Please come. Come and let's pray about it. Everything to gain nothing to lose <clears throat> it's not going to hurt you if you come and pray if you come and call on God with your whole heart you get saved I did go to the altar more than once before I got saved 
I just didn't turn it all over to him the first time I came. But I'm glad I kept coming. I'm glad I came that time. And I'm glad I came back. And I'm glad I got saved. Would you come and seek him this morning? Please come. Well, I just know there's folks needing to come. And I beg you to take that step. And, and I believe there's people here that's been saved. It's let things, problems, troubles, maybe disappointments, maybe people, maybe whatever it's been, it's distressed you. God can handle all that. Would you just step out and come this morning? Come on. We need you. God needs you. Your lost friends need you. Come on this morning. Come right now, right here. Obey the Lord. Let God have his way in your life. Come on. Come on, folks. Your move. I can't move for you. I wish I could. Doesn't work that way. But my desire and my prayer is for you to come. You can make this step. You can do it with God's help. Come on. Please come. Please come. Come on right now. I know I'm just repeating the same thing over and over again. That's what's rolling in my heart. My longing to see somebody come to Jesus. Why not come? Why not come? Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Okay, I'm going to make one more invitation. I thought I was done, and I got back up here and it's come on my heart. In just a minute, we're going to ask them to sing another song. And I'm going to stand down here close to the pews. If you're here today, and there's a spiritual need in your life, and even if you're wrestling with coming to the altar, take this step. Just step out and come up and shake my hand. If you want to, go back to your seat. I won't try to hold on to you or twist your arm. Of course, if you get up that close and you want to stay, you can, but you, you don't, you're not, I'm not obligating you. But let's do something. And things that are very needful. Sometimes we hardly know what to do, when to do it. Of course, God will help us with that. But we know we need to do something. Let's do something this morning. Whatever it is, Let's do something. And that's just a little thing, nothing special about me. But if you just come and give your hand, say by that, pray for me. I have a spiritual need in my life. No shame in that. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. I sure have, but we all have. But I'm going to stand down here while we sing this song. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Bless her, Lord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yep. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for that testimony and that burdened heart that touches my heart. And uh, so 
whatever you need to do today. Listen, even if it's something that I haven't mentioned and it's on your heart and you know you need to do it, come anyway. I was saying. <clears throat> help me, Lord. God, please help me. Help me, Lord. Please come. Your move. Think about the measure, the measure of the gift of Christ. It's beyond our comprehension. But when we get it, we can feel it down in our soul. It's beyond anything in this world. It'll bless you, it'll help you, and it'll help others through you. Would you like to have that done? Please come. Obey the Lord. Please just come shake hands. If that's, if that's what you're willing to do, that I'll appreciate that. Would there be one? There could, I think, be many. But could there just be one? Would you just... I'll, I'll, I said I was coming to the front. I'll come halfway back in the church house. Makes the aisle shorter. You can still come from up there if you need to. Would there be one that just come shake hands? Would you just do that? Just come and give your hand. Then up to you. You can go on the altar if you want to, but don't have to. Go back to your seat. Would you just be wanted? Come. He'll meet you there. Please come. If you just feel a teeny bit like it, do something. Come on. Come on. Obey the Lord. If you need to join the church, the door's open. We don't always mention it, but the door's always open. If you need to join this church, you're saved, and while we're glad to have you, you feel free to come. Obey the Lord. Come. Amen. Amen. Appreciate those good songs. Thank the Lord for feeling the Lord's presence. Thank the Lord for those good songs. Anything on anybody's heart before we come to close? If not, just be seated for a minute and we'll turn over for the announcements. We've announced this a couple of times, but uh, ordination service down at Sulphur Springs Baptist Church. That's for Stone Hunter. That's January the 13th. The service starts at 2, and they'd like the ordained council there at 1.30. We will be having service tonight. We'll be having one service. Starts at 6 o'clock. Brother Chase Lay will be here uh, to preach for us. So come if you can. And uh, what's the status? I know there's food or something, but I'm not sure what the details are. Let Mom...
just we're just asking anyone that's willing to bring uh, snacks and finger foods and preferably in throwaway containers because that's a lot easier for cleanup. And we do need some people to volunteer to help with the cleanup out there and the setup. It's not going to be a lot to set up, but um, the cleanup is always people want to leave and it's got to be cleaned up. So if anybody's welcome to help clean it up, that would be great. And I'm just thankful to be here today. Um, instead of having a lock-in tonight, normally we have a lock-in um, on New Year's Eve every year, but we're not going to do that this year. Instead, we're going to have a get-together tomorrow at my house. So um, this is for sixth grade and up. Um, this is going to be from 4 to 8 o'clock at my house. If you need the address, hit me up and I'll give it to you. Um, littles are welcome to come. However, we are going to be having more of a serious time um, at about 6 o'clock, so we're going to shove them all into a bedroom and turn on a movie. So, like I said before, if you're good with that, we're good with that. So, um, But again, that'll be from 4 to 8. We are going to have Padroni's Pizza, because Chase Mason makes it, and it's really good. Um, and please bring a snack or some kind of side to go along with that, or a 2-liter pop. That would be great. I was asked to make a couple of announcements. There's some Christmas cards out there on the table. If you still need to get your Christmas cards, please make sure you get those. And then um, the, uh, the decorations that have been up for Christmas this year have just been beautiful. Really appreciate everyone who was involved with putting up those decorations. But they're asking for some help to take those down uh, after we get everything cleaned up tonight after the refreshments. So if anybody is willing to help, uh, that tree's got to come down, the other tree's got to come down, there's all kinds of other decorations that got to go up. And usually we do that during the lock-in, but since we're not having the lock-in this year, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of work that, that goes into taking it all down. So the f more people we get, the faster it gets cleaned up. Thanks. all those announcements. Anybody else? <clears throat> okay, now, I want to make this uh, request of you. Got this on my heart. Uh, in just a little bit, we'll have a closing prayer. We'll dismiss everybody. I'm, I'm not going back to the door to stand. I like to do that and shake hands with everybody and thank everybody for coming. I don't feel like doing it this morning. I'm going to stay up here uh, for a while. If you're lost or out of fellowship with God, and you're troubled about something, uh, if you'd feel free to just come up here and uh, share that with me personally, we're not going to make a big to-do of it. We just, I just, maybe it'd help me to pray for you. If they got a, if you got a question you'd like to ask, if I can answer it, I will. And 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 added to that, if you're a Christian here, and you've got a friend with you that's has a spiritual need. If you could encourage them, you can come with them. Just come up here and visit with me for just a minute. Maybe that'll help break the ice and uh, maybe be a step in the right direction. Certainly won't hurt anything. Now, I'm not going to try to high pressure you or nothing at all. I'd just like to talk to you. So anything else before we close? If not, we'll ask those that's seated to stand. I'll ask Andrew to pray dismiss